Hello and welcome to another episode of the Natso Region Podcast brought to you by the staff here at the Times. We had a full we got a full boat this week, which I'm very excited about. To my left is Laura Lane. I am the digital news director here at the Times. I am Krista Zavanovic, features editor, local news editor, and shoe lover. I am Joseph Pete, um, writer of words, reader of words, sculptor of words, and uh, word guy person. Yeah. So, soft spoken, Joseph Pete. This week, I don't know what this. I don't know what this portends, but we'll, and, we'll, and always humble. Always humble. According to Grammarly, I am more productive and have a bigger vocabulary than ninety nine percent of other Grammarly oh users. Wow, so, that's your daily dose of humility. humility. Yeah. Yes. I'm a wash. I'm a wash in humility. Um, we're gonna start this week with. I'm more humble than anyone. That's right, and I defy you to. That's what we're going to put on his, on his uh, tombstone. He was more humble than everyone. <laughs> uh, we're going to start off this week with some big news out of Bishop Knoll. Um, they've announced and approved uh, a million-dollar-plus project for what they're calling their Stream Lab, which is basically uh, science, technology, performing arts, uh, math, but with sort of a faith-based angle. Um Hence the R for stream, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, some some clever individual in our paper today put that the stream will let learning flow. I don't know who wrote that headline. But, um, <laughs> was it you? Yeah. Oh, more humility. I got to try and I got to try and out Joseph Joseph. So, I don't but, know. That's uh, a, I got to say that's an excellent. Yeah. Um, excellent. Big big project. Uh, they're going to use their old auditorium to build this facility. The renderings look amazing. Uh, they hope hope to have it done by fall 2019. Uh, Joseph, what do you what do you think about uh, this sort of capital investment into Knoll? Oh no, it's a big deal. I'm a product of Entran. They're a kind of rival in region Catholic schools, and I'm really happy for them that they are doing this. This is kind of the future. There's been a lot of emphasis on STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and math. And recently, there's been a push by liberal arts folks like myself to add the arts to that mix and not like completely you know, devalue and debase and shunt aside and cast aside the arts, which play a valuable role in our society. So it's become STEAM instead of just STEM. And, uh, but that this is um, really preparing these kids for future careers. Most of the STEM fields, you're seeing a lot of growth and it's generally high wages. So this is uh, very good news. It's good to see that the uh, diocese, cause you know, and uh, my mom long taught it in Dran too, and they still have the same desks that right. they originally do from 1959 when it opened, hence the 59ers. Mm-hmm. A lot of, you know, you get a really good college preparatory education at these schools, but sometimes the facilities are not necessarily the newest or, you know, they're not, you know, it's dioceses are not spending a ton of money on these. Right. It's nice to see this kind of investment in kids' education, especially in a lot of people in Hammond too. It doesn't just serve Hammond, but a lot of people in Hammond, like, you know, Phil, it's a place where they, even if they're not Catholic, they turn to send their kids to... East right. Chicago, and, and, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a point of civic pride. There's a lot yeah. of whiting families yeah. that go there. And then, yeah. obviously, we got kids coming over from Illinois, going yep. to Bishop Knoll. Yeah. And kind of an interesting approach, too, with this. It's, like we said, it's sort of STEM with a faith-based approach. A lot of th- They're talking about social justice. What do you, what do you think about that? Do you think I that's going to be a big really, draw? I do, and I'll tell you, I, um, I was really sad that to see their varsity football uh, take a hit, and I was a little worried when I read they were going to turn the natatorium into um, uh, uh, the lab. 
But Dan tells me, because I didn't really read the story very carefully, mm -hmm. that they hadn't used that in 20 years, so they were really trying to put it to good use. Yeah. And I think it really shows um, what, you know, when I first read it and heard about it, I thought, oh, Andre and game on. Yeah. <laughs> now you have to raise <laughs> the roof. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, I want to put a plug in for good leadership at all schools, including diocesan schools. Um, Paul Mullaney is their president. He's our former managing editor here. He was a joy to work with, really smart man, really good man. And talk about a man who tried to combine his intellect and uh, smart news chops with his humanity. Yeah. And his I really think, and I have heard from so many people all over the region, boy, Paul Mulaney, he's the president. They have that model where you have the, the principal and then the president takes care of the business end of it, leaving the principal free to do the academics piece right. of it. And I think he's a really good team with that principal, Pastrick. And I think that um, I've heard so many people say, boy, Mulaney is the best thing that ever happened to Noel. And his kids all went there, he went there. And I, I do think that it's his leadership that's probably adding to yeah. that component and giving it some luster. For sure. Well, as a product of uh, Catholic school education, I always appreciate when when there can be some capital investment into these yes. schools. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, whether you're Catholic or not, I, I tend to find that uh, Catholic school education is, is a great way to go if that's how you choose. Joseph, I'm sure you can agree. Oh, uh, yeah, I would swear. You yeah. know, or, I mean, it's, it was pretty good. It was, I, I would, you know, they did a good job of educating people. And it's not like you'd imagine, like, there's definitely the faith-based component, but it's not like, that's just the aspect of it. Right, they give you like a good traditional. Yeah, no, I, I missed out. On, I, I like to joke, too, that I missed out on the corporal punishment in the, uh, uh, the Catholic schools and also in the um, basic training. Like the days of like where they're screaming, well they still screamed at you, but the days of when they like beat you up and stuff, I I right. didn't make. I was too, too young for that too. <laughs> right, I got left it, out of all the mythology and the, stuff. It was more the passive the knuckle wrapping mental and, abuse, which yeah. I always appreciated. So. Yeah. But though I would I want to say though too, I was worried originally when the uh, Krista brought this up. I was worried when they you know could no longer field the football team because they didn't have enough members. I took that as a sign of like declining enrollment, yeah. and it was be, be potentially problematic. But the, I put, you know, posted that on Facebook or whatever. But then some moms got back with their thoughts about like, well, a lot of people don't want their kids playing football anymore. So it could be as much that as it is like more of a the, culture yeah, thing. Yeah, more of a cultural shift yeah. than just because of everything with the concussions and everything. Which is why the That's NFL really is probably doomed in the yes. long run. Because mm -hmm. as the talent pipeline dries up, the quality of the product is going to diminish and. In like thirty years, it's going to be like unwatchable. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, um, or if you're me, it already is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and me. Um, yeah. yeah. Or if you're any Bears fan, it's. Pretty <laughs> um, yeah, that's only for the last thirty years. Speaking of, speaking of concussions, I'm guessing our next story here: uh, the victim of uh, that victim, the person, this guy who ran afoul of an Edward McCracken, probably may have served oh, and suffered a concussion. This us. story is absolutely bonkers. Uh, uh, Bodybuilder versus carjacker. Spoiler alert: Bodybuilder wins. <laughs> Joseph. It is a completely wild story, and it happened on a Sunday evening by the Jewel and Walgreens on US 30 in like Dyer, which is very, you know a lot of people doing grocery shopping, a lot of people running errands. We're very very visible. Apparently, according and you know, this is based all according to police. This is all allegedly. None of this has been like convicted or proven in a court of law. But basically what we've heard from police and from multiple eyewitnesses is that there was a shoplifter left the jewel around like 5 p.m. on Sunday 
and he had um, like a basket full of stuff. Some managers were chasing. The owner of a nearby popcorn shop started chasing him on foot. They got into like a minivan. They sped off. The police chased it initially, but they were driving into town. It got a little too dangerous. They, the police say they called off the chase for safety reasons. But then the car, uh, as, a, as a lady was pulling out of the Walgreens parking lot onto 30, the minivan suddenly slammed into her, flipped over, ended up on its uh, back, and this man and woman ran out of the minivan. And according to witnesses and police, the um, this is terrifying too, there was a woman in a car with her mom, and the um, guy emerges crawling out of the flipped over vehicle, emerges as she pulls over to see if she can help. He grabs her, he tries to pull her out of her vehicle. She's fighting, she's trying to hold on. He starts punching her legs and pulls her out by the legs. And then, you know, there's all, there's all the screaming and commotion. He gets in, tries to carjack that vehicle. Um, him and his, uh, the, the other woman were both trying to pull her out. And then they remove the key so he couldn't start it. So then he runs over and he tries to go to this car of this bodybuilder who drove over because he heard all this like shouting and was wanting to help. And the bodybuilder, he he thinks he thinks he's been targeted because he was wearing an arm brace. And he said yeah. he looked like maybe vulnerable and like he was a victim. But everybody who was there um, on the scene, the popcorn guy described him as the muscle guy. <laughs> this guy is huge. Um, he they, like their uh, his Facebook picture is like he looks like Schwarzenegger or something in like the <laughs> 80s and he's like lifting up this dead shark on a beach and the shark looks tiny compared to him and then um i got a lot of grief for this satirical line i wrote in the thing about like describing his, yeah his describing guy. him is like oh because he he's kind of modest about it unlike me he's he's modest where he's <laughs> like oh i'm you know I'm, I'm in pretty good shape and i quoted that and saying like oh and he has like this uh um, a body like a, yeah. a, a oh yeah a chiseled a chiseled physique like a slab of granite which if you've seen his photo Facebook photos is a very accurate description yeah if if, like, if, if I had to pick one person to carjack that would be the last guy exactly arm this, brace or not yeah this guy can have both arms tied around but you tied know, behind his back but he was pretty brave because like he said in your excellent story and description he really didn't know if this guy yeah. had a gun or yeah. a knife I mean he might have been a lot slighter but if he had a gun it could have been game over for bodybuilder yeah. but bodybuilder just had that adrenaline reading it from it and, and we will we will he was having none of it we will acknowledge his name is Edward McCracken he's not legally bodybuilder but what makes this even nuttier is, is this happens in Dyer which is a fairly quiet little bird right. yes and you have all hell breaking loose but I, I love all the people who got in on the act Joseph oh, yeah. said then there was yeah. an EMT and she helped the bodybuilder McCracken guy he had him down and then she had his wrist down and I guess someone a bystander was kind of yelling at her you're hurting him and she was like I'm an EMT so take it <laughs> yeah. away we got yeah. this under control yeah. Yeah. so it's kind of like a cool community like everybody yeah. got in yes. and it was like go go rob and hijack somewhere else we don't want right. you in our town he was completely surrounded too i guess like all the bystanders came like there was a, there wasn't any room the bodybuilder slammed him down after he went into his car and tried to start it he pulled him out he slammed him down even with one arm and a brace he was still able to do this and then he put him in a headlock and then the e a female emt came over and put him in a wrist lock too to help awesome. but then they were completely surrounded by people but there was one who was like trying to film it and like oh you're choking him and then People were kind of fighting back with her. The popcorn owner told her, you know, like, oh, they just, they're not going any, this guy's not going anywhere. He just shoplifted at the jewel. And then he also assaulted, like, he punched this woman 
this 19 year old woman in a car and I guess her father called the body uh, Mr. McCracken and thanked him <laughs> for like you know it, you know intervening and like catching this guy who had like you know terrified his daughter by you know pulling her out of her vehicle I mean that would be horrifying like that yeah. you know yeah yeah I just find it funny you show you're, you're you know do a little Sunday night shopping at the Jewel or the Walgreens and Dyer then all of a sudden you're part of this sort of mob of people <laughs> who are, uh, talk about Sunday scary and, yeah. didn't, and didn't someone was it the popcorn guy and I'm sorry I'm calling him popcorn guy oh sorry yeah. um, uh, d- uh, didn't he say something like didn't he say something to the effect of Chris was saying like you don't come to dire and do this or something oh yeah like yeah that? that's just, that's the feeling they had at the end because it was like so many people had kind of ganged up you know against them that it's like yeah you know we're not going to let this you know we're not going to let this kind of thing go on in dire the whole town's going to stand up against you and uh yeah they did maybe dire can change it's like when you're leaving in and out of town you know, like dire carjack carjacker don't even think about yeah. it yeah. Like the avenger of dire. right yeah, exactly it's dire infinity war yeah, yeah. but so. oh the, the original car was stolen too they flipped the stolen oh, yeah. car, and then he tried to steal two different cars, and just ended up. And the 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 uh, the woman he was with, she ran over, she hopped over the fences like behind and ran into the subdivision like behind the Walgreens. And the police eventually, you know, there's huge police presence after this. Uh, but then the police said they found her hiding like betu- behind some like pine trees or whatever. And she had a pretty funny description too, because she was talking she was talking to her mom on the phone, and they taped these conversations in jail, which I think they tell you. But it's like she had said that uh, her accomplice, whatever, got caught because he was fighting with a big white dude. <laughs> it was her description. Yeah. So, All I know is I want like, him on my side. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, that reading was a, that, and editing it. Yeah. That was a crazy story. And, uh, you know, if you have a subscription to the Times, you could read these sort of stories every day. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> um, we'll move on to the next topic. Not free to produce. Yeah. Um, this was something I, it was. We, we run fish fries every week in our paper in our Sunday section, and I was perusing through them, and one fish fry, which I will not name, uh, I will say, though, growing up, I spent plenty of time in VFW halls and Knights of Columbus halls at fish fries, but uh, uh, it was offering, you know, the standard fish fare and then steak, burgers, chicken. <laughs> at that point, is it still a region fish fry at that point, Joe? This is a legitimate question. It uh, is. What, they, I think it is. Well, they had, I, I think Dad's point, though, about it being just a meal or being like a feast. <laughs> it's just dinner at that point. It's just point. dinner, yeah. Because they did have, what, it was like catfish, pollock, uh, shrimp, shrimp, orange roughy, maybe. Orange, orange, yeah, they had a decent selection of seafood. However, like, maybe if it's a fish fry, you have the one option because there are people who they're pescatarians who just eat fish, and there are people who hate fish. They're, uh, are, then why are you going to a fish fry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you should, yeah. you still should have the one. Like you should have the one vegetarian option at the wedding, stuff like that. Like you should just have like one thing in case somebody gets dragged along. Yeah, like, I guess somebody's that's for like, the fish hater yeah. Who, wants, yeah. who loves all the fish eating. Right. But if you have three options, if you're cooking way. like a ton of chicken and a ton of steak. And a ton of burgers. You're like, doing too yeah. much fish You're fry. diluting. Yeah. yeah, you're doing too much. It makes me wonder what else we should be adding to fish fries. That's like, go big or go home. Let's have lasagna. <laughs> like, yeah, just like old fish. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's gonna end up like the Greek diner where it has like chop yeah. suey and Italian. Right. Sunday, yeah. Sunday bar. Sunday bar. Yeah. It's a thirty-five page menu. You know. <laughs> right. Right. That's 
offered 24 hours. Right, exactly. <laughs> all day and all night. If you night. want those pancakes at 8 o'clock at yeah. night, these fish fries. Right. We do everything. Nothing's great, but everything's okay. Right. Yeah, it's quick. Yeah, it's quick. It you all tastes the same. Pancakes taste like lasagna. It's great. Like I said, I spent, you know, growing up, especially during Lent, I spent every Friday night at a VFW hall or a Knights of Columbus hall going to fish fries. Support your local VFWs, your Knights of Columbus, whoever putting them on. We're not saying that, but, you know, Stay in your lane, fish fries. Yeah. Stay in your lane. <laughs> really, well, quit trying to be something you're not. But it is so region, isn't it? Yeah, I do to love have a, a region fish fry. fish fry that's got you know chicken yep. and burgers. Oh, and there's another one I saw that had pierogi. There you go. You know? That really doesn't get any more region. No, that could I don't... be a side dish. I love pierogi. Dan, you got a problem with that? <laughs> no, I, I had no problem. I was just I love the fact that they had uh, pierogi yeah. there. You know, yeah. um, pierogi and smelts and frog legs. That would be the ultimate. <laughs> Lake perch. That would be the ultimate. Uh, if it's a true region fish fry, you should really just have lake perch, frog legs, and you know some butter, right? Yeah. <laughs> or just something, you know, well, and coleslaw, fish coleslaw, yeah, coleslaw, <laughs> roll, butter, or just some, random white fish. We don't, yeah, yeah. that's exactly, yeah, it needs to be unidentifiable. Sure which white <laughs> yeah, whatever was on sale at the grocery store right. where the church ladies went. Yeah, it's right, white <laughs> and it's likely the tilapia and it's plank shaped. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Long John Silver's or McDonald's. You don't know where it came from. Right. You don't know what it is, but it kind of resembles a fish. Right. It tastes like. Yeah, from parts unknown. Oh, um, I love it. And uh, yeah, whatever was on sale at the Strachan Van Til. Right. That you know. Right. Speaking of which, we have an early contender. Uh, spoiler, uh, we, we call in the business. Uh, our tease. Uh, we might have an early contender for a subject next week. We have uh, beef bandits. Uh, oh. Yes. Van Til, so oh yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Excited yeah. to talk yes. about that. That was a truly an Ocean Eleven's like, like. Yeah, the, Laura, I, Laura, our uh, the new fan favorite of the That's So Region podcast. <laughs> 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 Aptly, aptly named them the steak nappers, which steak I really nappers. That's a good. <laughs> so um, I mean, that's a great criminal path. I'm not yeah. endorsing stealing <laughs> no. steaks, but that's but, expensive, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Expensive. Better than stealing tilapia fillets. Yeah, yeah. I, I or imagine, helper. I imagine it was like sort of a supermarket sweep situation where they were just sort of throwing yeah. everything. Which in the is cart. my dream come true. Yeah, I think that's everyone's yes. dream. It's between that and when Toys R Us, when we were kids, you could, oh, yes. you could go through and shop for three minutes and grab whatever you wanted. <laughs> I was the luckiest, luckiest kids ever. But I want to do a fish fry real quick. Just one last, just a yeah. little tip. It's like the time-honored tradition, too, of like you go to trick-or-treating in the nicer neighborhoods, go to the churches in the nicer neighborhoods. They have, they have, some of them have like salmon and stuff like that. Like oh, the one, the one down the street, the St. Thomas More one is good. You can get like a cheap like salmon meal during Lent oh. for like, you know. Yeah, that's, I did that down in, when I lived down in Indy, too. It's time-honored, yeah. Would you yeah. Like go to Caramel? To yeah, go to, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh. It's like Chilean sea bass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's only $10? Okay. okay yeah. well, you I'll take some to go, too. And then you could be like my Aunt Rita, who's a wonderful woman in her 80s, but she lines her purse with plastic bags and just stuff. Takes the rolls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can I just say that my late mother, who would be 103 this December, yes, she would take all the rolls off the table at round the clock or wherever we would be having dinner. And I, much to my humiliation, raised during the Depression, she said, they're just going to that's that's a great sort of uh uh 
septuagenarian, octogenarian move, also ordering <laughs> the, the, the Coke or the Diet Coke with no ice and the ice on yes. the side because that's how they get you. Right. That's right. how they get you. Right. So, You're absolutely right. Um, we'll move on to recommendations for this week. After a, a raucous, this has been raucous. This is the only word I can use for it. Uh, a raucous, that's a region. Um, a very special edition. A very, oh, always a very special edition. Uh Fan favorite, Laura, what do you got for us Oh, this man. Well, since I'm apparently the resident runner as well, even though yes. I have not done a race in about a year, we have the Shelter Shuffle 5K happening mm-hmm. this weekend on September 16th, 9 a.m. in Valparaiso. I mean, you are helping puppies and kitties, and so what better yeah, way to do yeah, that? Like I mean, that. yeah, you can walk it, you can run it, have some fun, just save some puppies and kitties. And then we also have the Hunt and Gather Market this weekend happening at the Lake County Fairgrounds. Starts Friday, goes Saturday as well. Uh, You can buy all sorts of neat crafts. This would be a dream come true for me to attend if I could this weekend because I want to decorate for fall, so I would find all of the adorable stuff there. Yeah, those are really good. They do a nice job. They're kind of hip. Yes, yes, it's popular. A lot of my friends go to these things, so yeah. Yeah. Crystal, what do, you, what do you got for us? I have three, and I'll go really fast. Two of them are hyper-local. Maybe people are already sick of hearing about the Dukes of Dixieland, but I think it's really cool that the Northwest Indiana Symphony got them for their debut uh, concert this season. It's going to be at Highland High School's Monbeck Auditorium because, as you know, they lost the Star Plaza. Mm-hmm. But it looks to be really an awesome concert. And Kirk Muspratt, you know, the wild-haired maestro, he's very erudite and cool. And he really tries to have fun and make some of these concerts kind of popsish. So I say yes to that. And now I, I, I'm touting Ghost the Musical at Theater at the Center. The play, I hated the movie. I'm not really into this. This is not my kind of thing. But I have to tell you, I have season tickets to Theater at the Center, and over the years, the productions are just getting better and better quality. quality And better and better. I mean, they are equity actors from around. They're, Mm -hmm. they're, they're, you know, really top rate. So it starts uh, this weekend. I'm going to go Sunday night, and um, it goes through October 14th. So get your tickets and go, because it's really quality Chicago-style theater right here in the region, and for much cheaper, and it's really a lovely auditorium. And last but not least, Come visit me in Indiana Harbor at St. George Church on Elm Street, just off Columbus Drive for our Serve Fest. I must say the St. George Church in the Harbor has the best food of all the Serve Fests. Is that the best Shebops? The best Shebops, yes. <laughs> and really we'll have roast lamb and pork. Um, come see me, meet me at the pastry table. I will be at the pastry table for 12 hours. It's today and tomorrow, Friday and Saturday, the 14th and 15th of September from 11 to 11. And so come out and check us out, and you can see me in a hairnet. I, I mean, did see some of those pastries, too. They look yeah, pretty fantastic. good. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Crystal, so, will you be allowing uh, autographs <clears throat> and flash photography? Or? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Please, All right, please. So, you know, if you if you want to put a face to, to the voice that you've heard yes. on these podcasts, yes. you've got to get out there. you got to meet Krista. Yeah, you will give me She's props. She's a woman of the people. The, yes, she I is. sure am. Yes. Joseph. Chapter one. <laughs> no, um, I would, well, I may, I would first recommend Riot Fest is this weekend. I'll be going to Riot Fest. They've got a lot of great acts. Uh, run the Jewels, uh, Run the Jewel, Beck, Interpol, The Jesus Lizard, a lot of like Nostalgia Acts, Jerry Lee Lewis. Um, it's the big punk rock uh, festival they do in Douglas Park every year. 
last year they had like a John Stamos butter sculpture. It's just in like I'm you know. I kind of upset. <laughs> I can't imagine that. I, I said to think about those words together. That's just a Nothing weird. I, ever thought I, would see. I know. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great festival. Um, it's definitely worth. Uh, it's it's very chill and relaxed, and uh, yeah, and it's going on all weekend. Douglas Park in Chicago. Okay. It's just west of Pilsen. Oh, but I one know more exactly question about this John Stamos butter sculpture: Was this like Jesse from like Full House with the long yeah. mullet, or is uh, it current John Stamos? I don't remember. Oh, it right. was. I think it was just a. I, <laughs> Idealized John Stamos, like the platonic form. <laughs> what a mullet done in the butter. Mullet. Right. Yeah, well, they like had leather jacket, eighties John Stamos. Yeah, yeah. They had like John a John Stamos art gallery. It was like a John Stamos art gallery in a tent, Oops. and you had to go into like the tent, and then they had all these like paintings of him and all this stuff. Like oh it was, God. it was like the most bizarre tribute. The <laughs> only thing that would I be better if is if they had. I think he did. Gifford in butter. Bizarre. I, I would have uh, thought that, that the John Thema sculpture would be made out of Greek yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> that is an excellent point. <laughs> he was excellent in my big fat Greek wedding too, as well. Full <laughs> house, forever and always. He's a handsome man. Yes. If you're gonna make a sculpture of someone, might as well make it about him. Whether butter or flesh. Yeah. So what else? And then just briefly, I will also recommend. Um, I recommend this place a lot, but the Marshall Gardner Center for the Arts in uh, Miller. They're having a Larry Lapidus portrait exhibit. He does portraiture. Um, he's a photographer from there. He does like a lot of commercial portraiture. He's a Miller resident. Some of it's like a lot of neighborhood residents. It's worth checking out. Also at the very at the similar um, Paul Henry's art gallery in uh, downtown Hammond. They also have work uh, where it's a lot of portraiture and caricatures from commercial artists, including some some very well-known stuff that you've seen. They've worked on some big stuff for like Anheuser-Busch. And one, you'll have some good stories if you run into the uh, the proprietor there. The uh, one guy had done like a portrait for Harry Carey's restaurant and it's on sale there and it ended up getting painted onto the side of the building, but they only paid him like the five grand that they originally commissioned for it and that no more even though it's like you know prominently splashed on the side of the building now and has been used elsewhere uh but it's a great exhibit of a lot of like commercial art and then finally lastly i'm going to recommend bacon fest is back in founder square park and portage i am of course the poet laureate of the chicago bacon fest slightly bigger (laughs) affair that goes on at UIC campus. Modesty alert. <laughs> Modesty alert, yeah. <laughs> this one, I went there, though, the first year. It used to be on the same weekend as uh, the uh, Pork Fest and Cout, so it was like Porkapalooza in Porter County that weekend. But, like, the first year I went, though, they didn't have a single place that was selling, like, just bacon, like bacon on a stick or anything like that. It was, like, a couple food trucks that happened to have bacon in, like, one or two sandwiches. So the first year I went, when I was still getting organized, I was a little taken aback at the lack of bacon, but they've been having it for a couple of years now, and I assume now it's a lot like uh, better. That's going on from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, September 15th at Founder Square Park in Portage. And that's oh wait, and one lastly, I'll recommend the novel Cherry uh, by Nico Walker. It's a novel by an Iraq vet. It's gotten a lot of attention. It's about his experiences during the Iraq War. Only unlike the other, uh, pretty much the rest of us, when he got home, he got hooked on heroin, and then he started robbing banks. So it's a pretty. He's pretty much raised the bar for all of us trying to write like war novels or whatever, because he's <laughs> he's definitely gone beyond what normal uh, people do. So yeah, but it's it's pretty captivating though. It's a pretty compelling uh, novel. And I'm going to avoid this week um, doing the Matt Schubert Netflix memorial pick. What I want to talk about is our special section coming out 
Sunday, uh, September 16th, uh, the region's deadliest roads. It's a 20-page special section that'll be in Sunday's paper. Um, a lot of work. A lot of work went into it. Krista, uh, I know you uh, sort of uh, has had some sway over this. Uh, can you give us just a quick sort of a little tease on, on what this? Because this is, I think it's a very important uh, Every, work we put together. Everything you want to know about how we get killed, why we get killed in crashes. We get killed more than people in the country and the state, and drunken drivers kill people yeah. more in Northwest Indiana at a higher rate. rate. And it's got really wonderful stories of people who've lived through it, a lot of pathos, um, some solutions on what we can do. Um, it, it just covers every single thing you'd want to know, and it's kind of in, in this... Uh, special package so that you don't need to read the whole thing at once you can kind of keep it and read it at your leisure anyone who has been in an accident with a drunk driver who has caused one who is you know everybody has an interest in this because we've yeah. all had issues with it anyone who has who's had a close call on the right yeah. or right. you know wherever i mean you know uh we have a lot of major arteries running through right. the region and a lot of we, cars moving we, through yeah it's it's, it's you know I think it's a very important thing we did. I don't like to self-promote too often, but I think this is something everyone should I think you're up. right. For I sure. agree. And if for whatever reason you're not a subscriber to our newspaper, which you should be, but if you're not, you can also see all the stories on nwi.com slash deadly, deadly accidents. Um, that'll all be live online Sunday. Yeah, make sure to check that out both online and in print because I know that uh, – our digital team, led by Laura, did a good job of putting that all together. They always for, do. For they do really fascinating and good graphics. And yeah, so um, easy to read. Yeah, so I can't recommend that enough. Pick up a paper Sunday. Hop on your your computer, your your phone, your laptop. Go to NWI. Check it out online. So that'll be it for this week's episode. Uh, there's something we do. It's like out of tradition. It's like I don't know if it's a saying or a phrase or. How's that go? I forget what it is. I think it's something to the effect of uh, keep it reading.